Hello, this is David Cavill from the Animal Care College. Check us out by searching for Animal Care College on Google to see what we could do and how we could help you. In this talk, I hope to explain how to choose a suitable dog for you or for your family. Dogs are wonderful companions for everyone, from tiny children to the elderly, but getting the right one is not a matter of luck, it is a matter of research. It is all too easy to be tempted by a puppy from a mongrel litter bred by accident from a family round the corner. There's nothing wrong with a litter bred from a family round the corner, or the puppies necessarily, but you should still be sure that this puppy is what you are actually looking for before you make any decision. A good place to start is to understand a little about dogs and their place in society. Dogs are good for us in all sorts of ways and have been close to mankind for many hundreds of thousands of years. They are part of the cultural fabric of our society and over the last 200 years amazing changes have taken place so that there is now a dog to suit every lifestyle and every pocket. In Bruce Fogel's book, The Dog's Mind, he divides dogs into an unusual but very useful classification, not by what they look like, but by their temperament. If you want your dog to herd sheep, or your children, or cattle on your country estate, you would not be sensible to buy a Pekingese. Neither would it be sensible to buy a guard dog, such as a Doberman or a Rottweiler. It is perfectly possible to have these and other large breeds in a flat, incidentally, but it requires a huge logistics operation, both in terms of their size in a restricted space and the amount of exercise that they require. Choosing the breed that will suit you is a key decision for you and your family, and you should make it together. It requires considerable discussion. If you live on your own, you should still think about your choice carefully. You may love the idea of a Dalmatian or a Boxer, and they are very beautiful in their own unique ways. But if you do not enjoy or are not capable of long walks, it is not fair on either you or the dog. You will need a dog such as a Tibetan Spaniel or a Japanese Spitz, which enjoys exercise but does not need it and is happy to sit beside you all day with the occasional walk down to the shops. If you have a young family which is full of energy and love to run in the park, although not so small that they are going to get knocked over by a boisterous dog, a Dalmatian or a Boxer will be fine. I have used pedigree dogs in these simple examples, not because I am prejudiced against crossbreed dogs or morals, but because pedigree dogs have characteristics which many people know and can easily understand. There is a fashion for specially bred and sometimes very expensive crossbreeds such as Labradors and people love mongrels like the Tramp in Lady and the Tramp, the epitome of a joyful lively mongrel. All of them are dogs and will provide pleasure and companionship, but all of them like people will have different temperaments and make different demands. These need to be carefully assessed by you as the potential owner. There is an increasing and erroneous assumption that pedigree dogs are in some way less healthy than mongrels, and it is important to realise that although there are some specific problems in some pedigree breeds, this has been greatly exaggerated, and the vast majority have the advantage that they have been carefully bred and reared, and that when you buy them as a puppy, you have a good idea of their size, shape, colour and temperament when they're mature. Mongrels and crossbreeds are subject to genetic deficiencies too, as are humans of course. 
To begin at the beginning, the cost of owning a dog is considerable over its lifetime and it is important that you take this into account because for most dogs the initial purchase price is only a small proportion of the total. Feeding, grooming, vaccination and kennel fees when you are on holiday and veterinary fees for instance will be considerable. Small dogs are less expensive to run than large ones it is true but there is still a cost involved whether you choose a pedigree dog, a designer crossbred dog or a mongrel. You may also consider buying a dog from a rescue organisation. There are many throughout the country and almost all pedigree breeds have their own rescue organisations. For this reason you will find few pedigree dogs in rescue kennels other than those which are really difficult to rehome such as Staffordshire Bull Terriers and various types of what have become known as status dogs most of which are variations on American and Pit Bull Terriers. Rescue organisations provide an excellent service but it is important to understand that a dog that is already mature and has had to be rescued is unlikely to have had a stable background. For those people and families buying the dog for the first time it is really much better for them to buy a puppy of whatever breed, crossbreed or mongrel because they will be able to more easily integrate it with their family and to train it in a way that will ensure that it does not cause problems as it matures. A good source of information is the Kennel Club website which gives details of every breed. You can access their general advice uh, which is not just about pedigree dogs but about rescue and monorail dogs too. Again there is a lot of general advice but you will see that the dog breeds are divided into seven different groups which are based primarily on the work that they did originally. Once you have surveyed what is available you can then set about deciding where best to find one or a crossbred or a mongrel which looks very like it. When you access the site of any breed through the Kennel Club pages there is a link on the left hand side of the page giving more information about the breed. They're worth checking out especially the link that says Breed Watch Clicking on this link will take you to a page which explains whether there are any health and welfare issues about the breed you should be aware of. You could need also to decide whether you would like a dog or a bitch. There is no right answer, both are marvellous companions, but like people, they are different temperaments. Some people say bitches are easier to manage and dogs are more affectionate. Others say that a dog is more biddable, while a bitch can be more trouble. You will have to decide for yourself and talking with friends and meeting lots of dogs by going to a dog training class is as good a way of any. I'll go on to talk about actually how you find a puppy in a future talk. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.